Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 2, verses 4 through 13. Jeremiah, of course, is the second major prophet behind Isaiah. He is a prophet who is sent to minister to the people of Judah. That's the southern tribe of the people of Israel, mostly made up of the tribe of Benjamin and Judah. Of course, Judah is the line of David, and it is the line that is going to bring us the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And here, Jeremiah, the Lord through Jeremiah, has some pretty stark accusations to level against the people of Israel. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and the clans of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, what wrong did your fathers find in me that they went far from me and went after worthlessness and became worthless? They did not say, where is the Lord who brought us up from the land of Egypt, who led us in the wilderness, in a land of deserts and pits, in a land of drought and deep darkness, in a land that none passes through where no man dwells? And I brought you into a plentiful land to enjoy its fruit and its good things. But when you came in, you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. The priest did not say, where is the Lord? Those who handle the law did not know me. The shepherds transgressed against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal and went after things that do not profit. So here, God, through Jeremiah, is just giving a summary, really, of Israel's history. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I'll tell you, before I started to really read in the Old Testament, I didn't, I didn't understand how central God's deliverance of the people of Israel from the land of Egypt through the Red Sea by the leadership of Moses. This comes up over and over and over, and it is an example, maybe the best example in the Old Testament of God's faithfulness to his people. And here it comes up again. And then he led them through the wilderness. We studied this. And he gave them the law and he gave them food and there's nothing growing there. It's the desert and there's no water there. He provided food and water, but they have forgotten him. And then they brought him, his people into a land of milk and honey, the promised land. And still even then, the leaders, the priests, the shepherds, the prophets, everyone turned away from the Lord. And this is a terrible thing. In verse 9, it says, Therefore, I will still contend with you, declares the Lord. And with your children's children, I will contend. And friends, you don't want to contend with the Lord. I mean, and you don't want the Lord to contend with you. You want to be on the same side as the Lord, not in opposition to the Lord. But because the people of Israel have chosen to go away from the Lord, he's going to contend with them, and it's going to be a painful deal. For cross to the coasts of Cyprus and see, or send to Kedar and examine with care. See if there has been such a thing. Has a nation changed its gods, that's little g gods, even though they are no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which does not profit. Be appalled, O heavens, at this. Be shocked. Be utterly desolate, declares the Lord, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. That last verse reminds me of a message that I heard from a guy named Dave Busby in college. Dave is dead now, and Dave at a college ministry retreat gave a clear and 
convicting teaching about what it is in our hearts that desires to forsake the Lord, the fountain of living waters, and hew out cisterns for ourselves, cisterns that are broken and can't hold water. Friends, every one of us has that tendency in us. And when you read through this sordid history of the people of Israel, it's easy to sit here and go, gosh, these guys really are idiots. Because God did miraculously deliver them from Egypt, and he did miraculously lead them and provide for them in the wilderness. And he did, more than they deserve, give them the promised land, which is milk, uh, land flowing with milk and honey and every good thing. And they squandered it, and they forsook him. But friends, that tendency to forsake the Lord despite everything he's done for us, to forget him, to forget how he has blessed us, to forget how he has gotten us through hard times, to forget how he has sent his son to make way for us to be redeemed to God. We just forget, 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 forsake, forsake. And we have a tendency, we want to hew out cisterns for ourselves, cisterns that can't hold water. And What's beautiful about the Old Testament in general and about a text like this in particular is it just points out the unfaithfulness of man, the inadequacy of man, the unworthiness of men and women. We can't do this on our own. God can bless us. God can lead us, and we will turn away from him in our natural condition. And so as the picture is painted pretty bleak about the human heart, about sinful nature, about human nature— What that sets up is a great contrast to the faithfulness of God, the goodness of God, the mercy and the grace of God who would, knowing that there is no way that man is going to right this ship, who would send his own son to live in perfect accordance with his law and then die bearing the burden of sin so that a perfect sacrifice could be made, sin could be finally and justly permanently dealt with, In the death of his perfect son, Jesus Christ, who then rises again and offers God's grace and forgiveness and right standing with him, a place in his family, a place in his kingdom to anyone who would put their faith and trust in Christ. This is an unfaithful people. We are an unfaithful people, but he is a faithful and a compassionate God who's made a way for us to be grafted into his family through Jesus Christ. Friends, back in the day, there were three sources of water. One was like moving water in streams. It's kind of like living waters, they called that. Another one was groundwater that kind of collected in wells below the surface of the earth. And then another one was in cisterns. And so when it says you've forsaken the living waters, he's saying you've forsaken the very best water there is, and that is me. And not only that, but you've decided to hew out cisterns for yourself, the worst kind of water. You decided to create a receptacle for the worst kind of water, except you couldn't even do that right because these cisterns are broken and they can't hold water. And when the cisterns don't hold water, the water leaks out, but the sludge is left behind. Later on, we're going to find about Jeremiah getting thrown into a cistern where he sinks into the sludge. This is not good. Lord, would you protect us from trading the very best of who you are for all these piddly, silly things in our lives that we allow to contend with you, to compete with you for our affections. Forgive us. Thank you for sending the ultimate forgiveness in Christ and help us to walk more closely and genuinely and truly with you, forsaking cisterns that can't hold water. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. 
First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.